0: the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer from the sniper of snipers they talk about my one the gamer of gamers hail to the king baby and the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known get back to work you slacker that's right this is the clock nine show
1: now i would like to introduce the one the only me What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 show. This is a continued episode from Dads and Gaming with me and Goldie. We did part 1 over there. If you guys are not following Dads and Gaming, it's another podcast I do with Goldie myself and Octane Pro TV. Uh, we've been doing that show for about a year. You can guys go find it on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Dads in Gaming is on there. There's also, I'll have a link down below in the description wherever you're listening to it. You can go find that episode. We talked about movies on there, like, ch- you know, our childhood with movies. We also got into, like, a little bit of ghost stories on there. Really, really fun episode. But this is this is part two, uh, and Goldie really wanted to talk about this subject, I think it's a great subject. Uh, but going from movies, we're going to now talk about music. And, and, you know, childhood, you know, our childhood and, you know, just, you know, our love, our love for music and stuff like that. So Goldie, since it's your topic and you really wanted to talk about it, what specifically did you want to get into?
0: Um, so when I when I was thinking about this topic, uh, what came to mind was songs that we listen to throughout our lives, you know, like at different stages of our lives, what what they meant to us. So, like, you know, you have the, the the your kid age, and kid is anywhere from, you know, a baby to, I would say, 13, because 14, you really are becoming a teenager, so then you have the teenager from 14 to, you know, 20, and then your fun years, 20 to 30, and then... I'm 35 now, so my 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 genre has changed again, and just for different reasons. Um, so I just wanted to know, like, where wh- what type of music did you listen to? What were you okay. into? What songs were you like jamming out to? You know? Okay. Um, and concerts? Any concerts you've been to?
1: Okay, so we talked about movies, and I told everybody the story about my dad collecting DVDs and 9,000. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I kind of was the same way, but for music. I am a huge, huge music lover. Like, it doesn't really matter what genre it is. And, like, people have quit. And when I say I can listen to anything, like, people are like, well, about jazz. I love jazz. You know? <laughs> but okay. I, I. So I listen to, like, so when I'm in the car, I have my entire library on shuffle. So, like, one minute it can be, like, death metal. And then, like, all of a sudden now you're listening to, like, hip-hop or you're listening to you know um like some kind of old oldies or something like that you know mm-hmm. so for me it, it's it's very widespread but if i had to choose in order how i like my my music i you know my my favorite genre is like metal like like actual like not where you can't really understand them, but I like a lot of screamo metal, rock, you know, rock and roll and stuff like that. Like you know.
0: Oh, so you're talking like a, like an Anthrax, System of a Down, like that. Yeah, kind of a little metal. bit, a little bit harder. You know, a little
1: bit harder. Yeah. My okay. my all time favorite band ever is a uh, Bullet for my Bullet for my Valentine. Um, okay, I've uh, heard
0: of them. Um, uh, I've probably heard a few songs, but yeah. yeah that, Again, no another a
1: top band that everyone pretty much will know. Is, you know, I've you know one of my favorite bands is Slipknot. Um, okay. But it's more of a you know people understand you know
0: uh, main, like a, main, a yeah, mainstream more of, yeah more yeah more of a yeah. mainstream
1: band yeah. Uh, yeah but you know I'm also you know, I know a lot of people are gonna go Ugh, but I'm a I'm a huge country fan um, okay I'm a huge country fan I've I do, only
0: just become country fan
1: in the last few years yeah I, well I always hated country growing up that's my mom's favorite type of music and mm, I yep. hated it growing up and then I I, I love country music I, probably when I turned 18 I, I I really fell in love with country music. Uh, I'm a big hip hop fan, but the only difference is I enjoy actual rap, not the new
0: mm-hmm.
1: mumble rap bullcrap. I I don't. Li- yeah, I don't I'm not, like speed
0: rap. I'm yeah, not into. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. I'm, I'm
1: not into, I'm not into that. that. I'm more like, like I said, like, like old. My, my dad used to have. Um, you remember the old school? Uh, what were the albums called? Like old school rap or something? Uh, they're the albums with like various, um, various artists on every CD. Um, uh, i'm
0: i'm not sure like when i think of something like that like you're talking like okay like, so if you look at like a now kind of hits or whatever so, okay
1: so if you look up on google you look up old school rap or old school rap discs you'll see like some albums that has like this little jeep on there stuff like that so basically these these albums were um like a compilation of old school rap which is you know um I'll never forget, my dad had, like, Old School Rap Volume 4 or something like that. That's when I first heard the song by Ice-T, uh,
0: Six in the Morning Police okay. at
1: My Door. Okay.
0: Hey, but but it was oh, like, okay, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I gotta stop you there. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, because we're in different generations, you're saying Old School Rap, that's rap to me. So when you yeah. were saying Old School Rap, to, I'm like, I'm trying to think of, like, what is Old School? That, that to me, is rap. Yeah. Um, Easy E, yes. you know, uh, Biggie, Tupac, Puff but, Daddy, like yeah. like early '90s, early '80s, yeah. like that. Like the, to me, the, that was
1: that's. These CDs were released in a. They were released in a like almost like how you have uh, what's those kid kids pop or whatever you yeah, still like see commercial- now hits. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, but it had yeah. but the, but they had like a compilation, but they were re-recorded for kids. But it was like yeah. re- it was released like that. You had like one CD a year, but it was it was okay. it was taking mu- it was taking rap music from like. 10 to 15 years before putting in a compilation cd okay. um Great. so i grew up i grew up with a lot of that and you know from my dad and stuff like that but growing up um and i have a really cool story we'll get you know i'm not gonna take too much time in the beginning but my childhood was full of almost nothing but michael jackson okay um and, I, and i'll get in, i'll get into that in a second no, no, but
0: yeah, no, i'm laughing for for a good reason not okay. at you. <laughs> no but yeah but
1: so those are my favorite you know so like i said it, it basically goes from like metal not not so much just regular rock like metallic i'm talking about like mm-hmm. like hard hard metal I, I really enjoy um but it, it kind of like it all comes down to like what mood you're in um right. you know like like when it comes to rap I, I really like rap but there's there's okay so hear me out for a second There's a certain type of rap that I really enjoy, um, and it's it's almost like a mixture between almost like, you know, almost like screamo metal and hip hop. And there's a band called uh, Suicide Boys. It is very like, very upbeat, almost like very angry and out there like rap music. But like it, those are more get me with the beat and just the way that they. They, the, the, the flow of rap they have mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. lyrics are very very um vulgar and like kind of you know way out there i mean they're, they're i mean their name is suicide boys but right. um <laughs> w- but, but when it comes to like rap and stuff like that there's one thing that comes you know when it comes to music you get people who like the beat you get people who like you know the flow and this and that i am a huge person when it comes to lyrics it can't be a song yeah. about literally nothing that makes no sense just re- like my best example is there like,
0: needs to be a story there yeah. needs to be a story so, i want to hear a story
1: oh so yeah. like um you know one song i always reference is drake's song started from the bottom so yes the beat is awesome you know the chorus is you know mm-hmm. it's catchy started from the bottom now we're here started from the bottom now my whole team's effing here but he says it over a hundred freaking times there is Correct. no actual like rap or lyrics in that song, other than like three minutes of a chorus. It's like, sure, it's catchy. Sure, people like to use it in their highlight videos. Sure, people like to put it in their Instagram stories. But like, that's not w- what I really enjoy when it comes to music. You, ha- like you said, you have to have like a story. Yeah. Like uh, I want to hear that?
0: a story. It doesn't matter what genre. Well, things matter. It. Uh, what's I a, just want to hear a story. What what's what's that
1: song called by Old Slick Rick, um, when he's talking about uh. He's telling the story of the kids, like Robin, you know. Um, he's like telling a bedtime story or something like
0: that. Um, I I don't know much Slick Rick, so I don't
1: uh, know. Uh, it's called. It's literally called Children's Story. That, that's like, right. so. If you guys look at the song by Slick Rick, it's called Children's Story. It's literally like almost like him telling these kids a bedtime story, but it's 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 like he's rapping this crazy story of like these two kids trying to make money they end up robbing like this old lady's purse being chased by the cops but it's like it's like an actual story and like there's really not that much of a beat to it that's like really memorable Mm -hmm. it's it's the way that it was done i really truly enjoy so like when you're when i'm listening to music whether it be a country song whether it be a rap song even metal music like there has to be like almost like you're putting like an image of a story in my mind that's 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 what i
0: enjoy yeah. And, and I, when I say like I want to see a story, I am a huge person of I want to see a music video. I yes. want to see a video that goes with this story because I want to see if what the artist is portraying is what I'm envisioning while I'm listening to the song, you know? And sometimes it is, and sometimes it's completely different. Um, but like for me, m- my parents were divorced growing up. So I had. Multiple people influenced me with music. When I was with my dad, it was very much Billy Joel, Elton John, The Beatles, um, any anything from like the late '80s, early '90s. You know, um, so that was what he gave me. But 100% was Billy Joel. That was his favorite artist. So Billy Joel played always, uh, followed closely by Elton John. My stepdad was country, and anytime we got close to the city for whatever whatever we were doing, we were driving around was jazz. That because that was the only place you can get it was close to the city, on in the car. So it was country at home, jazz on the road. Uh, my mom was pop michael jackson um you know i I actually have a video that i just showed my family no one believed me my mom found it when she was moving at at, of my mom and dad before they were divorced it was and my my brother and i and i was maybe three and he was two and we were at adventureland a little park out here and it's a video of us playing along to pump up the jam which is a like a like a techno song Um, and we all have fake instruments And like my dad was on the drums, my mom was singing, me and my brother were like on the guitar and like a a keyboard and like I was maybe three. And uh, no one believed me that 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 existed and I always just had that in my memory and I'm like I know there's a tape out there somewhere and within like the last three months my mom found the tape and I got to show my family and then and it was it was pretty funny. Um, But like that was her like she was very like whatever was playing on the radio that was my mom. So... I had a huge influence of multiple genres. Um, but I fell in love with 90s, like, you know, uh, Britney Spears, um, you know. I, I, I Then I wouldn't admit it, but, you know, Insane oh, Backstreet Boys, yeah, you know, I, I like agree. that was all I, music I, playing. I know then. a lot and, of their songs. Know. I'm
1: not afraid to admit it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I'll fucking belt them out. I don't give a shit. But back then, you know, like as you know, a fourteen-year-old boy, I don't listen to Backstreet Boys, you know. Um, but yeah, and to me, my favorite band is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I, I that's the rate. That's the station I have on my Spotify. Like that's like that genre. That the Blink One Eighty Two. You know, like that's where I really fell in love with music and what's crazy is out of that type of music i've never seen any of those bands live i've seen billy joel live i've seen elton john live i've seen Foreigner, Styx, metallica but never like the bands that i love i've just never had the chance to go see them um now in my old age i'm country
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i hated country growing up but i absolutely love for it. some I, reason and-
1: everybody like for i really don't understand like I hated it, you know. My mom listened to it all the time. It's, like all she listens to, even nowadays. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, growing up, I absolutely hated any kind of country. Yeah. The only song yeah. I remember, I remember that I liked back in the day was uh, the the Red Strokes by Garth Brooks. Um, okay. Other than that, it was like she put country on, I get all, I get all yep. pissy. And then now oh, it's yeah, like I, I it. love it. <laughs> I especially love it. I love the old school.
0: <laughs> Yeah, my only country song back in the day that I liked when it came on was Cheryl Crow. Um, um, what the fuck? I can't think of the name of it now.
1: Oh, I remember. Oh, you know what? Now you just remember me. There was one other one I liked. It was by uh, Shania Twain. Um,
0: I feel Like a Woman. Feel like, like a Woman, care? yeah. You know I mean? Feel yeah. Like a Woman. I don't even care.
1: <laughs> that song came on. It's like me. And I'm sitting there. As, you know, Nowadays, it's going to be taken a different way. But... <laughs> No,
0: I gotta got yeah. got look it up. It was uh, it was a Cheryl Crow song. It was whatever was big in the '90s. Uh, if I heard it, I could sing it. I can't think of it now, but um, but now going back to stories, I feel like country songs tell the best story. They
1: do, honestly, they really do. Uh,
0: yeah, and I that's why I enjoy music. You, there's I enjoy one music for the storytelling. Do
1: you listen to uh Zach Brown band?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's
1: one song by them that you know when i talk about storytelling there's a really good one it's called highway 20 ride oh my god that that's is one of my favorite that is a that great is song yeah but yep. the, my so one, yep. one of my biggest things especially so like okay when i'm talking about like metal and stuff like that i do like a lot of screamo i do like a lot of that stuff but there's there's another thing though like yes people aren't going to really understand what these people are saying because you know that's kind of how i was but the, but so when i started listening to rock and metal and stuff like that. I started off with like Metallica and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You disturbed and you know, and they started getting into the more aggressive, but like you kind of like understand what they're saying. I'm not into the yeah. You I know? worked with a guy that was into that. Yeah, it,
0: no, it sucks.
1: So there's, <laughs> I mean, well, no, like I mean, there, I mean, just think about their names. Like there's, you know, a lot of bands I've seen live who didn't fit the like, like Bull Valentine. They scream quite a bit, but you can tell what they're screaming, right? Yeah. Um Like there's bands I've seen, uh, Dying Fetus. Uh, Cannibal Corpse, you yeah. have no idea what they're saying at all. Yeah, and it's like I don't, I don't like that because I don't know. I, I, are I, they
0: actually I, saying anything though? They are. They just so, so if,
1: if you, so actually, if you take, if you take, uh, Cannibal Corpse or Dying Fetus, those two bands, uh, who, you know, like some of the most popular of. Uh, that's like death metal, like death, death metal, but like. If you go look up the lyrics and then listen to the song, you'll make it out. But you have to the re- it's like it's like listening to the song with subtitles, you know? Right. But it's like no, I want to be able to make out what you're saying as you're doing it. So like tear you know, like there's a song you know, my all-time favorite song cuz I know I know this is going to come up. So we'll start with this. My all-time favorite song ever is Tears Don't Fall by Bullet for My Valentine, which really got me into um that really got me into um you know metal uh it's not really that it's not really that heavy um Mm -hmm. it's not really that heavy as you would think but they have like their their um they have like their moments in there and stuff like that but like the lyrics for me you know really you know really solidify it in in the course you know it says like you know um uh, I'm not gonna sing it, but I'll say it. it's like your tears don't fall. they crash around me. her conscience call her conscience calls too guilty to come home and stuff like that. It's like you know also in high school I had you know I in you I don't know if you've heard the the podcast yet that I have on on here uh, where I talk about like my suicide story and stuff like that I was yes was I was yes, su- I was suicidal in high school uh, came moments away. You guys can hear that podcast uh, a couple episodes back. But, um, you know, a big thing for me during that stage of my life was music and relating Mm -hmm. to a lot of these, the the best way I describe metal music for people that don't listen to it, it's like a more aggressive, like realistically, when you actually listen to some of these lyrics in some of these songs, it's almost like a, you know, aggressive R and B song. It's, it's like okay. most of most of it's about a lot of their lyrics are about like heartbreak or like like you know like how we go through emotions it's not always you know honky dory happy and go lucky and everything no like, this is like when we're angry or we're sad we're pissed off it's like that's what most of those songs are about actually um mm-hmm. so it's like it, again it's like one of those things where you have to relate to it at a certain time or else you just won't really be into it like you're not gonna go listen to michael jackson when you're sad you know, right. <laughs> you know you you, right. you, you what, find
0: you, find you, you get happy and want to dance. You know, right? But there's so I what I because I like music in the storytelling aspect of it. There's songs that'll like when you're sad, you want to hear some sad songs. But then they those there's songs that will bring you into that happiness. Yes, you know, and make you feel better, or you know, just give you that upbeat, like you know, like so as a kid. As a kid, I like. I didn't have greatest of roads. So one of the songs that really related to me, made me feel good and made me feel fun was Mbop by Hanson. Mm. And, and I mean, if you haven't heard it, it's, it's an upbeat song. And at the time, it was three boys my age who were the center of attention all the girls wanted them and all the boys hated them but secretly i wanted to be them and mbop was was my my go-to song so i can definitely understand like when you're in those situations whether it be moments away from doing something that you will, will regret or just needing to Feel like I want. I'm. I'm feeling upset. I want to continue feeling upset for a little while and just let me be with my emotions. You can pick a song, and th- there's a song there that'll tell a story that will go along almost with whatever you're feeling and whatever your story you know, is. So,
1: so actually, funny, funny story about that. So, like when it came to country music, people ask me how I got into country music. In high school, I had a girlfriend, like my only girlfriend I had in high school, who at the time I didn't know what love was, right? And mm-hmm. I You know I, you know, when, when we broke up And stuff like that You know It's almost like I thought I loved this girl But then like After high school Me and my wife Started dating And I actually Fell in love with her And stuff like that Um, I I discovered Just happened to be On the radio Was the song uh, Then By Brad Paisley And I related uh, To that song So much You know If you know The story about Me and my wife I think I did A Mother's Day episode um, On my podcast I talk about my, Me and my wife's story And you know I relayed that song so much and then it got me into listening to more country. And a lot of country songs are either about heartbreak or they're about loving your spouse and stuff like that mm-hmm. mo- most of the time. So when I actually heard that song then, which actually turned out to be, we ended up having that as our first dance song, um, at our wedding, nice. but yeah, you no, know, but, but it's like, that's, that's the song that actually opened the doors to country for me and then actually really started enjoying country music you know it's like right. i again yeah, re, i related to it um right so it's like you know like you're saying you know there are songs that put you in a better in a better mood there's songs that like you know you listen to and do you know at certain different times So you know, there's different reasons to listen to things you know
0: yeah absolutely and there's different styles to listen to i mean i'm a huge fan of eminem i yeah. don't like i don't like new eminem you know um but you know, original Eminem, I, I absolutely love, and and again, that's because at that time I was in that like rebellious stage, like. Yep. And he's and he's another person who again is a great storyteller. You can listen to half his songs and play out a story in your head.
1: Well, and the thing also you know? about Eminem, especially to nowadays, is and you know people if people don't understand, I'll, I'll explain it. Is he's never had ghostwriters. writers. Um, right. Ghost writers, for people that don't know, ghost writers, not writers. <laughs> ghost, <laughs> ghost writers are um, people who basically write the song for you. So mm-hmm. there's a song, um, very famous. If you guys listen to Country, you'll know who Jason Aldean is. Um, uh, What's the name of the song? Uh, but it's the one that goes, you could take a ride on my big green tractor or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> yeah. what it's called, though. But I think it's called Big Green Tractor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but um Yeah, now I'm gonna have to look it up.
0: hang, <laughs>
1: it. Let's see, hang on. Jason Aldean. Crap, it is called that. It's called Big Green Tractor. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was actually called that. Anyways. But anyways, so that song um is not his. I found fa- mm-hmm. I found I found this out um quite a while ago, and when you look it up. When you look it up You actually really can't find it But if you actually look up um, It's uh, actually written by Brantley Gilbert So basically the way music's going nowadays it, His song I think it was called something different uh, mm-hmm. But basically Either the record label Or Jason Aldean himself um, Bought the lyrics To that song From Brantley Gilbert Who already had it released so that- he, he had it released. It was on iTunes. It was it, it was nowhere near as good as the way Jason Aldean did it. But, but a lot of rappers do this thing where they have people write their songs for them, but they're the ones that perform them. Right but now, that for me is a big problem. I don't like that. I don't. It, it's like I'm not a fan of it. And when I find it out, so like for Eminem. It's a it's more of a common thing in the in 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 hip hop and rap nowadays. They you know, like like you know damn right well Drake does not write all of his songs. Um and now <laughs> people may not realize nowadays cuz everything's digital, but you'll remember when you when you bought a CD back in the day, the CD opens, you had that pamphlet in the front that yeah. had like the song. Yeah. Now, if you actually pay attention, it'll show the song title, but then it will say written by and it'll yeah. usually it'll usually say the artist's name because they had a part in it, but they don't have like two or three other names because mm-hmm. those are the guys that actually wrote the song or yep. edited it and made it better. When you look at Eminem's albums from back in the day, it only said Eminem. He is the only one that wrote every single lyric, you know, yep. especially in this new age of rap. And he still does it to this day because he says he won't retire until he he has that thought maybe I should get a ghostwriter and then just retire, you know. <laughs> but I mean, he's been doing it for what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Eminem stuff now. No, um, not really. Definitely, you know, in the 2000s, um, that definitely was was all all about Eminem for sure. See, now,
1: I'll clarify this for Eminem. Um, People think, you know, for me, I stopped liking him after he did that little freestyle about Donald Trump and stuff like that. (laughs) <laughs> that's not exactly why I'm not a huge fan I stopped of him
0: like I, w- I stopped like an way before he did that so, so. Uh,
1: but let me just, let me explain why that that had I wasn't a fan of a lot of his newer stuff but that did really upset me when he did that and not because I, I don't care if he doesn't like him or not but when he made the comment about like uh draw a line in the sand I don't care if I lose fans if you think this way. The problem I had with that was, you're listening to a guy that used to write songs about killing his own mom, mm-hmm. uh, killing his, his wife. His wife um, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, even if you listen to the song, Kill You by, by Eminem, he, there's even a lyric in there. He talks about raping his own mom. <laughs> and then here you are, and but his lyrics were always about like being rebellious. Who cares what anybody says? Do what you want besides this. now you basically went back on everything that was in your foundation because someone he grew
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> be, but, but basically, it
1: basically you were saying, you know, you know, I know I've told you guys to do this or whatever, but now if you disagree with me, then F you, it's like, right. you know, yeah. it, it was almost like, the, yeah. it, it was like, no, I I, I, I didn't like the hypocrisy, mm-hmm. but be, I stopped liking him around the time he started doing all the accents and just, it just wasn't, he even says, like, uh, I forgot what CD it was, but, like, the one with... Uh, it has a song ass like that, in the music video has a little stupid little dog puppet. But it's, right. like, he did, like, so many different, like, Indian accents and all this other stuff. It just wasn't the same. I wasn't a fan of it. Now, his Kamikaze right. album I enjoyed, but it's, like, he's really gotten away from what made him him, you know? Right. It, it, it's, like, he's Eminem. There's no more Slim Shady. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: right. Slim Shady is... what. Well, yeah, that's who you know marshall mathers slim shady that's eminem to me
1: yes but the um, new the new stuff yeah. is kind of like all about the same thing almost every song is about the same thing about people hating on him True. and basically him saying f you but it's like okay but he's yeah. not really te- he's not really telling random stories like he used to you know it's like right they, uh,
0: they were fun too they were like, very fun
1: like one of my favorite they, they, my even favorite, if they were dark yeah.
0: they were still fun Some of, yeah. one, of,
1: one of my favorite songs i always remember by him is um is criminal um, yeah. From Marshall from the, I think it's from Marshall Mathers. But. um i I'm a criminal. Yeah, I love that song. But it's like he had a. <laughs> there was a story he was telling in there. But yeah. like, I would say, but like the most motivating song that he's ever written was absolutely "Lose Yourself." I mean, that song yeah, will. Th- that song will live in yeah. infamy forever. Yeah. You know, it's that is, like
0: that is on every like get hype list. Yep. Like
1: if you, yo, every list, everyone yeah, that goes yeah, to the absolutely. gym probably listens <laughs> to that. Anytime yeah. you gotta get hyped up and ready to go, that's something you listen to. Yeah, one hundred. But you know, like I said, before you know, just like you know, it's just it, it, you know, and obviously you know, I mean, you've been doing it for twenty, you know, twenty five something years, whatever you know, you know, the same thing like I'll talk. I can go ahead and go into like metal. Like if you look at again, Bullet Valentine came out when I was a fresh, like a freshman in high school, late eighth grade. Um, they just came out with a brand new song. Doesn't even sound like their original right. yeah. sound it's not as good but but also at the same time this is different you're talking about a band not just a single rapper right um, yeah. you know they have a new bass player they have a new drummer um the sound changed a little bit they're getting older they can't you know sing or scream the same way they used to you know things change over time doesn't mean they're not good it's just a different right. style
0: just like you know linkin park i mean dude dude linkin park is one band that i will regret forever never seeing like so, it's uh I, so, you know like i said chili peppers is my favorite but like lincoln park is like like right there Orlando. i i've
1: never seen lincoln park live and I, it's actually really crazy so we'll get into concerts in just a second but lincoln park um it, it, it's they're how i say this right they're one of the bands that that truly show that change isn't for everybody like mm-hmm. when you look at like was the hybrid theory like their first album push me yep, you know yep. clo- push me one step was- closer to the edge and you know and then they tried going into like the more slower stuff just it, it just you had like one or two songs on their albums that were good and the other ones that were like throwaway but like you go look at their earlier albums it's like you listen to the album Every entire single's, yeah, yeah. The entire so album, you yeah. know and they tried yeah. to change their sound and stuff like that but it was like that's one band right there not just because was oh, it Chester Pennington or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm not just because he passed away that's just one band right there that really revolutionized um mm-hmm. mixing in uh rap with like rock and you know the screaming yeah, and stuff hop, like that yes yeah you, yeah. Gotta, you gotta feel Getting it
0: loud, both 100 yeah. you got everything very in there. Yeah, hi, very sure. hyped
1: up i mean i love the i mm-hmm. am not a jay-z fan in the in i, I can't <laughs> i'm not a jay-z fan let's just put it that okay. way I'm not a Jay- I've never been a Jay Z fan, but the album, the collaboration they did with Jay Z and Linkin Park when they released that, that, you know, yeah, it was like a full on yeah. album that was absolutely awesome. But yeah, you know, but it's one of that those, was
0: actually that their 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 one song was um the the I can't think of the name of it now, but on my playlist when I'd start I, numb slash encore, encore, yeah, 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 um, when. When I was streaming, it's called Collision Chorus, like by way. the way. What that was like one of my first uh, songs that would play.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh there's one thing I will say that really annoys me when it comes to like more like you know people when it comes to music. Now, I was, I was a, I was a DMX fan, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was I was a Chester Pennington fan, but I wasn't like this diehard fan like knew everything about him and stuff like that and you see you see the same thing with kobe when he passed away when all these guys pass away and you Mm -hmm. see people come out of nowhere and talk about how they were the biggest fans ever and you know oh it's like you know damn right well they ain't listening to nothing that they put out in the last couple years or whatever but it's like i see the same thing happen like when like I said when dmx passed away you haven't heard anything from dmx in forever and i see my you know everyone talking about how they were the you know their favorite artists (laughs) and this and that it's so annoying you know it's like just 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 because someone passed away you know Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden everybody you know i'm not saying that that's what you're saying i'm just giving an example like when when Chester pennington passed away like everyone's all pissed off they never saw lincoln park and blah 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 and it's like i'm
0: pissed off i didn't see lincoln park but like i'm it, I, but, but, i'm a lincoln park fan i'm just mean, saying that not, i understand what you're saying yeah, because but, when there was people i know like on social media who i grew up with and when dmx died like oh you were such a great influence on me i loved you and i'm like yeah, no dude i hung out with you every day never never heard you listening to dmx yep. <laughs> like, so, that's exactly what i'm talking yeah. about like pe- pe- yeah, people saying, people people i've people
1: people i've known for 20 something years will say something yep. like Oh, DMX, it was like one of my favorite artists. I would always listen to him. Bull crap, dude. You're always yeah. I've never heard you put on a DMX song. You when we when I first got in my car, there's people who I would when I when I'm driving, people are in my car, like I let them control the radio usually. I'm that I'm just that nice of a guy. Um and these and these people <laughs> who were saying this would have never put on a DMX song or yeah. a Lincoln Park song, and now all yeah. of a sudden they're crushed. You yeah. know, and, but like getting into that, you know, I can go into, um, so there's one again, so I'm getting into this because my, you know, one of my biggest, you know, not my favorite person ever, but Michael Jackson, there's a reason why I'm going to talk about Michael Jackson. There's a couple of things I want to say about it. So my dad owned a lot of CDs. He had a lot of songs on his iTunes. I remember he had, you know, I think I had a lot of songs. He had a lot of songs because he had all these CDs from back in the day, but my dad, you would never hear him listen to music. Like. When, right. when he would he wouldn't turn the radio on in the car like, um. But his thing was he loved Michael Jackson. So I grew up with this, you know. My dad talking about DVDs. He he had live shows that, of Michael Jackson that we would watch. Yes, okay. at, at like seven years old, and to this day, I can still moonwalk. Okay, <laughs> I, I can. I, I'm not even kidding. Like you can test me if you see me in person. I'll break out a moonwalk for you. I know how to do it. Um, <laughs> so. I grew up on Michael Jackson. I loved Michael Jackson. I I, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I never, you know, I don't care what anybody says. You know, I, we can also sit here and go, I don't believe he molested anybody. Let's just say that. You know, and all he was weird. I will say that. He was weird. He never yeah, he's he, weird. he never had yeah. a childhood. It's it's very it's very understandable when you actually get into the history of Michael Jackson. Um that is the only celebrity, you know, whether it be an actor, musician, whatever. When he died, I felt I felt a sense of sadness. Um, I was I think I was eighteen when he passed away. Um, it wasn't but I wasn't crying or anything like that. But it was like, damn dude, that sucks. That's that's sad, dude. And that's actually yeah. one person that I re- I wish I could have seen live. But also, I was under eighteen at the time. I didn't have my own choice to go travel and go spend on yeah. like you know his concerts were were incredibly incredibly <laughs> expensive. But you know, like I said, we can get in, you know if someone wants to argue, you can go look it up. That they're the first initial kid that ever accused him of molestation after he passed away and that kid turned 18 he came out and admitted that it was all a lie his parents told him to say it now michael jackson yeah it's it's very not well known news but you can go up and go and try and find it but you're always going to find like the bad articles but there was actually like you know video of him like having a little mini press conference basically uh the kid became suicidal in his later years because he felt like um he tainted his career and basically said that his parents told him as a very young child to say this and they sued him and basically got paid out. But um crazy. The thing with Michael Jackson is you gotta remember with you know with Jackson Five, Michael Jackson never had a childhood. Right. And his dad was very strict. He never got to play, he never got to have look a childhood.
0: Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay yeah. Culkin didn't get a childhood either. And look how bad he turned out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never you never exactly. your your
1: whole life was working and hustling and you know Michael Jackson couldn't even go out in public. You know, right. and it's like he that's, that's why he always tried to hide his kids' faces and so they wouldn't go through the same thing and that's why he built the carnival in his backyard and you know and I, the the weirdest thing he did was have those sleepovers but it's like again he was trying to be, you know, trying, which you can't do. He tried to create a childhood in his adult years, and it's just not possible, which is why, I again, he was very weird towards the end of his life because he was just trying to recapture memories he never got. So, right. um, you know, as for, you know, it, it's one of those things for me, you know, with Michael Jackson it's like, I knew all of his songs. I watched, you know, Moonwalker, the movie he had, you know um have you ever seen moonwalker
0: no uh, uh the only movie i've is his his, his 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 music videos which were like fucking movies i mean look pretty at much trailer. all all of them but again a great storyteller yes. like that's what it comes down to that to me that's what music is 100 percent. So, and michael jackson was one of the best at it you know
1: um so the last thing i'm say about michael jackson so to, to, uh, I, I just told a story the other day too. So if you look up this album by Michael Jackson, it's called, uh, it's called, it's the Dangerous Album. Um, mm-hmm. but my dad went, so they had these very limited edition, uh, Dangerous albums. There, it looks like it, 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 the case is so big, it looks like a record's in it, right? Um, mm-hmm. basically it was a pop-up album where you would open it up and like the whole cover is a pop-up and then there's there's a cd in there and the cd uh looks it's like all gold it's not real gold um but there was very limited editions of these um my dad had had one and it was uh in the garage and again me being kid how kids are if you have anything precious that you don't want your kids to get their hands on sorry they're going to get their hands on them um right. i went out in the garage i grabbed it um and i went and i played it in my cd player but then me being a kid i scratched the shit out of it um I kind of ripped part of the pop-up album and this and that <sighs> um i can truly tell you my dad was a very calm person uh, he doesn't really lose his temper that much. Let me just say I thought my dad was going to kill me um, and I'm you know being dead serious because I found out later yeah, I, can see well, that. I've, I've, I found out later on that this album that he had there was less than a thousand of them released oh, worldwide God. Um, oh. <laughs> but here's the thing there are there are millions of knockoffs that look like this album and so um my dad it, it was something that really stuck with my dad for a long time and he would always bring it up always kind of like throw it in my face <laughs> throw it in your face, yeah. and so when i turned 18 and i had you know the job i have now uh you know and i was making good money while living at home and stuff like that i went out and found one of these albums and had it had it like basically you know check to make sure it's actually one of the thousand but here's the thing though this is after he died so you know any type of michael jackson merch or special Mm -hmm. edition anything all i'm gonna say is it (laughs) it was at least four figures how much this cost so i for, for his birthday i went and got one i went and had it checked for authenticity it's never been played it's never been opened um it's one of the original thousand special editions and i and i gave it to my dad no it was for christmas not his birthday it was for you know for christmas and i've never seen my dad get that emotional
0: that's Um, fucking awesome and it it it, it
1: hurt my pocket quite a bit but it was like It was one of those wrongs you did as a a child that you made right. right. And now everything would have been fine. I mean, I could, you know, he got over it. Obviously, as parents, you get over stuff like that. But it was like one of those things that like always stuck with me that like I never knew at the time how much how precious that was to my dad. It was like the one collectible he had that he really cherished and it was so hard for him to get. And he and the time back in the day, he told me he bought it for like two hundred bucks. Now back in the day, when that when that album came out, that was expensive. Yeah, you know that was really expensive to spend on a CD that you're never gonna play. You know, so it it you know it (laughs) it was expensive. I'm not gonna tell you the exact price. Let's just I (laughs) want to say it was more than a thousand bucks. Um, you know, but it was it was one of those things where like that that right there is one thing my I I think my dad will never forget that. Yeah. You that's know, great.
0: That's great that you were I, able to give that
1: back. Yeah, I wish. I wish. I wish this one. That's one person. Yeah, you know, and we can get into concerts. That's what I, I want to talk about. But it's one person that I really wish I was a- able to see live because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you go to a concert, it's one thing just to go and hear the music. It's another when they actually put on a show. Yeah, you know, oh, and yeah. and if you and like I said I've seen so many videos of Michael Jackson live. I've seen so many, you know, these recordings of the DVD, like the first time he ever moonwalked, uh, you know, back in the day. It was how, mem- you know, memorable it was. And then you see like his halftime show and how great he was. It was at, I mean, and there's so much that goes with that. When you think about the halftime show he did and he pops up out of the ground, he had a thing where he loves suspense. And people don't realize this at that halftime show, he jumps up out of the, out of the little stage and, and just stands there for a solid like 2 minutes but yeah. the but the crowd continues to get louder and louder and it's yeah. it's just the way that he knew how to captivate the crowd and what to do yeah. and and suspense it's like me I went to concerts all the time as one thing that's really been killing me with covid is I I'm a, I'm a big concert fan uh, mm-hmm. and you know that's one person I really wish I got to see live
0: I I haven't seen I've seen a good amount of concerts. I'm not I wouldn't call myself a concert person, but I've seen a good amount of concerts and like big spectacular ones. Yeah. Um, you know, Billy Joel, you know, I seeing. I saw him multiple times in different venues. I've seen him on New Year's Eve, you know, I've seen him but seeing him with Elton John together, like that was once in a lifetime. And those are
1: two, you know, quote unquote icons. You can say.
0: Exactly. You know. Exactly. And being growing up a Billy Joel fan, um, you know, We Didn't Start the Fire is my go to karaoke song. Yeah. And I and I don't need the if you know that song, I don't need a monitor. The, Once the beat's on, I my, hear the beep, I go. I know every <laughs> single word.
1: Mine Listen is and everything. Uh, mine's friends in low places by Garth Brooks. <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's my karaoke song. Yeah, again, I don't need I I don't, Garth, I don't need, a, I need a monitor for it.
0: So Garth Brooks, going back to the ghostwriting, my wedding song is To Make You Feel My Love by Billy Joel, performed by Billy Joel. But Garth Brooks made that song famous. Billy Joel wrote it for him. And Garth Brooks made it famous, you know, To Make You Feel My Love. And I didn't know that, um, that it was written by Billy Joel. I knew the song. We were looking for a song for our wedding, you know, our first dance, and... I knew the song; it was thrown around out there. And then once I found out that Billy Joel sang it, I was like, "Wait!" And I heard his version, and I was like, "This like I told my wife, I'm I was like, I'm sorry. This is our song. This is the song I want us to dance to, uh, you know. And <laughs> and being a, a Billy Joel fan, being you know a country fan now later in life, it means so much more. But it's just funny, like even big names are ghostwriting. You know? See now, here, um, now here's the thing: uh,
1: the Billy Joel. Write the song and then Garth Brooks sang his version of it.
0: Yeah, so, so like, like was it was that, was on
1: Billy Joel album before Garth Brooks did no, it? No, no, it was See, that's, that's weird for
0: Garth Brooks to sing. Oh, like he wrote it for Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks sang it, and he had made it famous for years, and you know, in the country world. And then, um, Billy Joel did years later did a version, his own version, which was never released like on the radio. Like, this was, uh, you had a, it was on a special um, album that he did, um, where it was like a, an album where it was not, it was his normal songs, but they were done differently, like, River of Dreams, if you know Billy Joel, River of Dreams was was put together with a l- the, the Lullaby song. That was two songs put into one, and so he released that version of it, you know, before yeah. it turned into two different songs. Yes. So, like, this is what is all, all these these off-brand releases, yeah. and it was on that album. See,
1: I have no, I mean, before someone says I'm contradicting myself, I have no problems with, like, artists doing cover songs. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I love, there's certain songs, like, um uh there's certain songs that are covered by other artists that actually can be better than the original you know mm-hmm. and and i i do understand that a lot of artists have ghost writers people that help them but what i what i what I, ugh, well, my problem is is mainly in hip-hop it's they don't write any of their songs they're just the image right that's one thing yeah. I, that's one thing i'm not a fan of now you know, you're gonna have people like Garth Brooks or Billy Joel or something like that that may work with other people to help them and stuff like that. You know, so the, you know, I don't see a problem with that. But a lot of their songs are theirs originally, right? Right. Um, right. Like I said, you know, again, I I don't honestly almost for a minute think that like people like Drake write all their songs. <laughs> but, but it's like, but they're just the image of it and they have the sound for right. it. But like Garth Brooks, Billy Joel. They write probably ninety nine percent of their songs, and no, they haven't I mean, touched yeah. up. Yeah. And again, I, I I don't know the story behind it, so I can't really speak on it. But you don't know if like Billy Joel wrote the song, recorded it, didn't right. like it, and then thought to himself, yeah. "Hey, Garth Brooks would be better for this. Let me get
0: presented." To yeah. Him. You never right. know. Exactly. But it's like, right. but like so for me, like like, something like like that, yeah. like
1: like cover songs for me. Um, I've heard some cover songs. Um, that are like way better. Um, than the original. Like I think. Um, like for me I can't remember who sings it I'm gonna look it up here But um, Okay Careless Whisper I think everyone should know that song uh, You know I, I think the original person That wrote that song Is George Michael Right But I prefer Seether If you guys know who Seether is They I know, I know who Seether yeah, is him. They did a, they, They're the ones that did a cover Of that song In their own style Which I think Murders the original like, I can't even really listen to the original. If I hear the original, I'm going to automatically say, I love this song,
0: but I want to hear it by Seether rather than hear it yeah. by George Michael. I, I, that's how I feel about Hey Jude from the Beatles. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, so so the Beatles sang Hey Jude, they made it famous. Uh, and then, fast forward however many years across the universe, the movie came out. And, um,. The version that is sung in that movie, which if if you're a Beatles fan and you've never seen Across the Universe, you are doing a major disservice to yourself. It is an amazing movie. And the version that is sung in that with Hey Jude, I cannot listen to Hey Jude by the Beatles. It, that's not hate hey you to me. Like it's, it, I much rather listen to the version that was done for the for the movie, and uh, I, I completely understand that. You know, there's sometimes where it's just better than the original. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like are I, I better than you. And that's yeah. the, and
1: that's just the thing with with music where it's just like there's certain people that have, um, just a just a, maybe a better voice, maybe put a better melody behind it or beat behind it or something like that, and just mm-hmm. makes it sound better, but it has the, still the same lyrics because like. Like when I think about Careless Whisper, that's, that's one of the first songs I think about when I hear the word cover. It's it's almost like for me when Seether sings it, it sounds better. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's more or less the emotion they put into the words as they sing it. You, it kind of captivates you more, but the, the lyrics are still there. It's just, right. it, it gives you a different a different feel when you actually hear it. You know, well,
0: I, okay. So let me ask you this. Here's, here's another uh, example. Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson. Smooth Criminal, Alien Ampharm. Farm.
1: I've always hated that cover.
0: Really? I'm not really? a fan. Oh, I love it. But that
1: but, cover. but but here's the thing. I know many people that love it. But again, you gotta remember, I'm I'm am a guy that again I just explained. I you're, grew up on Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. You're Michael so Jackson. In yeah, my, in so in I my in my in just yeah. my own personal opinion, yeah. I can see what people like it because it's like more upbeat and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but it's like for me watching moonwalker which moonwalker was basically like almost like almost like based around you know smooth criminal but for me it's like you know it's almost like do not touch michael jackson songs (laughs) (laughs) it's like you will not be so so i had a real i had a real big problem um like when michael jackson passed away and and, you know i don't want to get too (laughs) more into michael jackson but (laughs) But well, obviously you could tell Michael Jackson is a huge part of my music history and yeah. love for music. Yeah, it's Billy Joel to um, me. I understand. Yeah. I, understand. Uh, I understand. But yeah. the, the, there's a big thing when it came to Michael Jackson. If people don't realize, you know, the really cool thing about him, I had a problem when he passed away. For him to release a song, it had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It, it, for He had to listen to it himself Every single part of that song had to be perfect. So when he, when he died, you had people in his family that were money hungry.
0: Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. He, he passed away
1: in like 2009. And they found all of his unreleased songs, which by the way, he had hundreds so he can't. They, when you look at the album "Escape," uh, came out. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. I finally looked it up right now. It came out in uh, 2014. So that you're talking about five years after he died. Um, you came out with an album, and they came out with two two discs. One mm-hmm. was the original songs that he released, mm-hmm. and they were good songs. They actually were. They weren't his best songs, but they were good. But then they themselves went out and reached out to other artists. And um got them. and got them to put you know more yeah. on it. and my problem is that was not okayed by him himself and you guys knew how he was right And it's like, sure, some of these songs are good, like the um love never felt so good, uh, which was good by itself without anybody else in it. Um, but that was, that was you know, I'm just finding out right now, but that was also co-written by Canadian songwriter Paul Anka or whatever. It was origi- originally recorded in 1980 and then he never released it because it was not perfect for him. Right. And then but it's still a great song, but then um yeah, Justin Timberlake got on it and it's again, it's a great song, but I have a huge problem knowing the history of Michael Jackson that he would not have released it. Right. It was a th- right. o- almost a 30-year-old song and he still never released it. So it was like you know, with, with, you know, like I said, so when you're talking about Smooth Criminal, one of his, you know, one of his be- arguably best songs ever, uh, when someone wants to take it, even though he was alive and everything, it's just like, I'm sorry. I With that guy, I gotta go with the original. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, Alien Ant Farm's version wasn't bad. Like, it's not what I'm saying right. this thing sucked, but it was just like, right. it was just like one of those things, like, if I hear that cover, no, I want the original. You know,
0: yeah. but, okay. but, I, I completely understand. Yeah. That.
1: But uh, you know. but now, as as for you know, you know, we you know concerts. So you're okay. not a big concert goer.
0: No, I've been to a good amount. Um, you know, but I'm only going if it makes sense. If if that makes sense, so you know, like be- um, I'm not just going to go. Like I've been to a good amount. I, I go to like like Fozzy. Not, not not a lot of people know who Fozzy is. I love is. Fozzy.
1: Chris Jericho okay.
0: Chris Jericho yes You've so far is, yep see I've seen them live he he came to long island and I made sure that I went you know and it was on the Judas tro- tro- tour and Judas again is a huge song for me it means uh, it has a lot of meaning to me you know in life mm-hmm. and I've seen him I I know I went to see we have like um the main radio station, the pop radio station out here is BLI, 106.1 BLI, and they do like a, at Jones Beach, which is like our amphitheater, it's, you know, it's not a stadium, but you could fit like 5,000 people there, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. yeah. we I, concerts I, I... over the summer, and I saw, um, you know, I seen a few people there, I wanted to see Sticks and Foreigner, it was like, you know, in the... It wasn't the real Sticks and foreigner but it was you know it was their cover. It, it was Their cover the band. band, pretty much. Yeah, not a cover band, but it was half the original members. Um, so I, you know, if I want to really see it, I go, uh, and it has to make sense. But the BLI does like um like a, a summer tour, and they bring all the hot bands for whoever is hot for that summer. And it was a few summers ago I went. I think it was um, Chainsmokers were were like the hot one of the hot bands that year or DJs whatever um and they did put on a show like they blew everybody else that was out of the water that was there I couldn't even tell you who else was there uh because it, it wasn't memorable chain smokers the hour that they were on was memorable like and that's something I'll remember forever you know and and like you said if you're going to put on a show put on a show you know
1: i uh yeah, we- yeah, you're, know, no, you're good you're good you're good <laughs> no sorry uh no concerts to me I think I've been going to concerts since I, my my parents didn't like me going actually and now I know my aunt listens to the show every once in a while so she you know this is for her she is one of the ones that like she knew like I didn't have that much freedom growing up for mm-hmm. example I got my permit and my parents wouldn't take me driving. So my aunt came over and picked me up without telling them, and took me driving. <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, big, okay. Big, big argument broke out between my aunt, and my mom, but so I really wanted to go see Bullet for My Valentine for the okay. fir- for the first time, and my mom wouldn't let me go. So I called my aunt, and I, and at the time I didn't know she was into some music like that, and she's not, and she's not really into that that kind of music. She does like s- Disturbed. I've seen Disturbed with her, but she took me to go see Bullet for My Valentine. Valentine for the first time. But then ever since then, my parents would let me go all through high school and we would go to like one, I would go all the way until I had kids. Like, at least one concert a month. I love concerts. Wow. I'm, I'm a huge concert goer. Um, I mean, so, I've seen, now that I'm 29 years old, I have seen Bullet for my Valentine 18 times. For example, wow. for example, oh, shit. For, for, for example, <laughs> and This is how big of a fan I am of Bullet for My Valentine. Um, I saw them at the the Warfield in San Francisco on a Friday night, and immediately after the concert was over, me and my buddy hopped in the car and drove eight hours down to LA to see them the next night.
0: Wow. Yep.
1: I, I I am a I I love the concert feel. I love going you know with buddies go have a beer or two. Uh, I love mosh pits. I love just. Feeling feeling, you know, and not just metal concerts, but I just love I, I love like for metal concerts though, I love like just the just the, the thundering sound of like the bass and the drums and just letting you know, having fun. I love mm-hmm. going to country concerts. The best concert I've ever been to uh was Garth Brooks, uh in at the where the Sharks play in San Jose. Mm-hmm. That concert was so good because anyone that hasn't seen Garth Brooks and you like country music, I, I if he ever comes to your town. Again, um, go see him because Garth Brooks did a three day, uh, three day, uh, same concert three days in a row in San Jose at the same venue. And we went to night number two. So think about this for a second. He did the same set list. It was supposed Mm -hmm. to be the same set list all three nights. Now, San Jose has a curfew. If you're putting on a concert and you go past 1130, you are charged Every minute that you go past that curfew, oh, He's, he, he literally went so off script and he just, he he literally stands there and goes, you know what? This is such a special night. I'm really feeling it right now. And he kind of explained the feeling you get as an artist on stage. Right. And he, he, he could feel that the whole crowd was in it. Everyone was singing every word. He just started randomly. He, he told his band to take a break and this is not scheduled because I know I went to two nights. He didn't do it the next night. Um, he literally just told them to go away and it was just him and his guitar and just started playing random songs that the crowd were screaming out. He heard it and liked it. He started playing it, singing parts of the song. Absolutely amazing, amazing concert. And we found out that he... he um, So curfew was 11.30 and he was on for like an extra hour. And he basically what he was supposed he had, to make. Jesus. What he was supposed to make for all 3 days, he technically only got paid for what one night was worth. So yeah, he basically but you know what? Two, he
0: had fun. Oh no, but that <laughs> and that's the whole thing
1: he was saying. Yeah. The whole thing yeah. he was saying was like as an artist that tours throughout the whole country, it's almost like going through the motions, but something about that night it just felt right. Like he just, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm enjoying this. He's been doing it for 20 something years. Like he just, it wasn't just going through the motions. He was really into it, really feeling it. And it was a great concert. Even the next night that I, I went the very next night and it was still, he was, but he stuck to his script was on, got off stage right when he was supposed to. Um, but it was still a great, he puts on a great show, you know? Right. So, you know, I, but the only thing I will say is, <laughs> and I'm not going to get political on this one. It's just, I'm not a fan of rap concerts, and it's more the fact of um, I, me being a white male, I get very weird <laughs> looks. <laughs> it's almost like there's certain words that people are waiting for me to sing, and it's just a very it's very awkward. Like I went to I'm am a big fan of Christian rap. Um, I went to if you guys know who Lecrae is, he did a show at a at a church in the Bay Area. And I went to it, and it was—it was just a very, um, kind of felt for me. It felt like you were almost like out of place, and pe- even though it was at a church, like people just kind of like, "What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be liking this music," you know. And it's, it was like really like you know, it just felt really weird, you know. Like that was like one of my very first like hip hop concerts I went to, and it's just almost like it was just we- it's a very weird feeling. I've been to a couple of them, um, um, but there- there's not really main rap, rap uh tours that come through the barrier to be honest with you. Yeah, we, we... The, the
0: only rap one I've been to is uh I don't know if you've ever heard of Jurassic Five. Um, no. Okay, so they're you know they're a rap group but it's more it's a lot of hip hop too. Um bigger in like the late two thousands, two thousand you know, five, six. Uh, around there, or mid mid two thousands, um, I saw them, and that was my buddy. His girlfriend went to New Hampshire College, and he was like, "Hey, you want to take a ride with me?" It's, you know, it's like a, it was like an eight hour drive. We're going the Jurassic Five's playing there. All you had to do to get to the concert to get in was bring a can of soup or like vegetables. Like you had, it was a donut. I, I love those. I love those. Food. And that was it. So it was like, all right, cool. So we, I you know, we went, and I mean. Besides just the experience, like, it, it, that was probably my favorite, you know, concert ever, like, uh, like, favorite experience there, you know, seeing, seeing that live, like, and it was, you know, at that year, we were 21, like, we were just legalized, to start drinking, uh, maybe a little younger, maybe 20, but um, but, you know, still going on to a college campus to see them and, you know, getting that college feel and then going to all the parties after. Like, it was just it was a very um, unique experience. So that'll always be my favorite concert I've seen. My favorite experience at a concert would be Nassau Coliseum, Billy Joel, New Year's Eve. His end of show encore was Piano Man, his you know, the most famous song he's ever created. Uh, he didn't sing a word he didn't sing a single word in that song he just played and the entire crowd at N- Nassau coliseum sung the song and you want to talk about goosebumps like i felt like i was floating that night like it was just amazing there's
1: some there i mean there's some concerts you go to and they just put you on cloud 9 and you're just in a yeah. you're, you're in a different world it's like so yeah. the way i describe concerts is almost like how i describe when we play video games so i guess i have a video mm-hmm. game we can keep this video game related for a second so when we talk about video games like video games are our way of like ignoring the problems of the world getting in a different Mm -hmm. space that's how concerts were to me so or how they are to me i like so when we you know usually get like i have like a buddy or two that usually go to every concert with me and we go and we have fun we don't worry about what's going on outside those four walls and we just enjoy what's going on and just you know singing along um now you know I don't know if you've ever been a part of a mosh pit. That, uh, I have that, not. That no. that is that is so. I will say, even though I'm a big dude, that that's always one thing where you'll get like, you know, your adrenaline, and it's like, holy crap! It's not it's not like really violent like people think, but like, I will say, it's a good place to let out your aggression. Um, it's it's like the the cool thing is people don't realize about these mosh pits. You see people pushing each other around and stuff like that. It's all fun and games and stuff. If someone falls down, they're not getting trampled. Everyone stops what they're doing, picks them up. It's, it's, it's a fun experience. It's like, it, it's right. just, the only scary thing I found out in San Jose, we were at a Disturbed concert, NFL teams, and this is real, NFL teams will send their linemen to rock concerts and tell them they have to get in the mosh pits, like, for training. I'm not even kidding. Like there's so much, I mean, dude, you tell you what you want to work out, bro. But we were, we were at a disturbed concert in San Jose and next to you know, there's these big, huge dudes there. We find out that there's some, there, there was four of them from the Oakland Raiders.
0: Oh my God. And so
1: here you are in this mosh pit and all you're, and you're not going in there. I don't like mosh pits where they're swinging their arms and all this stupid stuff. It's you're, you're basically running through a circle and you're kind of like just shouldering each other, jumping up and down and stuff like that. But when you're going at it with four linemen, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like no. Th- I had this one. I had one of them run right at me and send my six foot two big ass to the ground. Like, <laughs> I mean, but I, but my feet went off I the like ground first. Yeah, yes. I went up and then down. I didn't just go down. You know, he picked me right up. But I was like, Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, but no, it's like one of those things, like I said, it, it gives me the same kind of sense that I get with, you know, video games. It's just like you go in there, you have a good time, you know, let the yeah. problems of the world, you know, go to the back of your mind for a little bit. And I, I I, love concerts and that's why COVID's killed me for the last year and a half of not going out, you know, especially right. being a parent, you know, you can't, can't bring my kids to these con- these kind of concerts and stuff right. like that. Right. So it's like, my, you know, my wife, you know, knows that's what I like to do. And she usually, she'll tell me, hey, you need to go to a concert or something like that. Cause she knows the feeling I get when I get back. Like i'm just yeah. all calm cool had fun you know but it's like that's that's my hobby is is concerts and like you know like i said you know my wife knows too like that's why music that's why when you said you want to talk about music i'm like oh hell yeah you know it's like yeah. music yeah. music for me it's like there's so much i can say about it because i'm such a huge fan of every single genre of music and there's there's some that like i said i'm not a big fan of like i'm not a huge fan of like techno or like rave music but mm-hmm. there are some that get you like, oh damn, this is good, you know, <laughs> like Marsh, like Marshmallow. I'm not a huge fan of like his. Like I went to a marshmallow concert, as you know, he he does a lot of great collabs with like rappers, right. but like his concerts that like it's just him on a on a keyboard playing like beats and stuff. It w- it wasn't that great to me. It wasn't what I was expecting it to be, but that's just right. my my opinion on that genre of music. It's just not my my thing I, I i'm a huge fan of lyrics you yeah. know and so like being able to you know like i said go into a metal concert you have the mosh pitch you have the rowdiness going to a country concert you just sit there and sing along you know get into it you know it's like every every genre of music almost like has its purpose yeah but absolutely people do hate me at work though because i will literally one minute i'll have a country song on next minute i'll have rap on next minute i'll have
0: deathcore metal on and they're like dude pick a freaking genre <laughs> yeah that's me my spotify is all over the place i, I so love like, it especially I, when i'm outside working or like just getting in that you know so, music on the background yeah for
1: had, sure. so it's funny i just discovered this the other day when you mentioned you know when you so when you mentioned uh doing a podcast on music i just happened to look at my phone and i started thinking about back in the day um i used to on my old computer when i was a kid I used to have like 12,000 songs on my iTunes. So I was wondering, well, I lost a lot of that music back in the day. Um, But also, I had all those songs because at one point back when discs were really a thing, I was grabbing my dad's CD collection that he used to have. And I was, even if I didn't listen to him, I was just putting them all into my computer. Yo, if people remember that. You had, oh, you
0: had, yeah. Did you, you didn't have, would you, did you have a, was it a, a Walkman? Well, the Walkman was the cassette player. I had the Walkman. Well, no, they had Walkman CD players. Uh, oh, they had Walkman um, So okay. I had, I'll never forget. I had,
1: so I actually saw a TikTok on this the other day and I started laughing because uh, it said like when you, when you got that, uh, I forgot the name of it. I don't know if I'm going to find it. But yeah, they had Walkman CD players. Actually, this is it right here. $76. Like, <laughs> Seventy-six dollars for this Walkman. It's a 2000 two, two thousand two Sony DSJ three hundred one Walkman CD player. So, Jesus. so there was a a TikTok on this um, when before, because if anyone didn't have a CD player, let me explain it to you. And Goldie can back me up. You could not walk around with a CD player. No,
0: you could not. <laughs> it would
1: skip like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, you, had to, so you had to be flat. Yes. Yeah, like so, on your lap. So yeah. this CD player that I just sent to Goldie, he can see what I'm talking about, um, yeah. 2002. So this this came out when I was in 6th grade, going on 7th grade, I believe. Um, okay. I got one of these for my birthday. So this actually, so for, for, the, for people listening, it has a strap on the back where you can put your hand in there. And then there's a thumb control where you can actually... Um, like change the track and stuff like that. So it's basically met, it was one of the very first that you can actually. It was like an anti skip. Move around. Was, yeah, yeah This was, was
0: okay. So this was 2002. You said. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just getting into driving. So like I didn't need a Walkman anymore. Yeah. The, like so this was the version right after I stopped using yeah. it because like I said I had it on my lap so I don't remember seeing. it yeah, Back like, in the like day me.
1: you couldn't you could yeah. not if you had a CD player. Um, yeah, you could yeah. not walk around with them. It would skip like crazy. This was the, one of the very first ones. So I saw a TikTok that basically it shows like this dude thinking that he's super cool because he has the first uh like anti-skip CD player. I'm like, yep, that was me. That was that was <laughs> me. I would purposely like sit there and move my arm around like, oh yeah, it's fun listening to music, huh? You know. <laughs> but it was like, but yeah, so. You know, if you guys look it up, yeah, it was this, it yeah, uh, this was the worst.
0: Was I don't know what just thinking of this is had a pop in my head. One of the biggest issues, besides moving around with that Walkman where it would start skipping, was if you're in the car because nine times out of ten you were sitting in the car listening to it. Yes, right, or on the bus. And if the bus or a car hit a fucking speed bump and if yeah. you hit it too hard, it'd just fucking pop open. The, the, the lid would just go yeah. and the, the disc would come popping out. I had a... Well, here's... The, and
1: think about this. So 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 think about this and how much times have changed. Think about it. These CDs, CD players, you know, especially going to school or something like that, you only have one CD to listen to the whole day.
0: Yeah. Yep. So,
1: like, for me, mm-hmm. it was uh, at that time... Uh, When I first got this, it was Eminem. I had had an Eminem CD, and that was, like, the only thing I can listen to all day long. Um, Unless I brought a different CD that day or something like that. But it's, like, now it's crazy, like, again, how technology is and going into, uh, you know, going into what I was originally going to say. So after you mentioned about doing music, I just happened to think to myself about how much music I used to have. And then now, how much do I have now that on my phone I can go on there and look up a song and put it in my library? And, dude, I have 17,000 songs. Jesus. I have 17,000 songs in my iTunes account because now the way it is is you don't have to – you can have it, songs downloaded onto your phone, which I have certain songs down, like certain albums, mm-hmm. where it takes up space on my phone because it's automatically saved there. So if I have no cell phone connection, I can still hear it. But now mm-hmm. if you download it to your iTunes, it goes automatically to your cloud. So when you're playing it off of your phone, people don't realize it's actually it's actually using the internet to play it. So I have seventeen thousand songs at my disposal all day long. And it's like, holy crap, dude. That's like <laughs> I never realized because in my car, when I took my phone up to the car, it just says what how how many songs I've been through. So I'll sit there and just put, I literally just go to my song list and hit shuffle and just go. And now I'm realizing maybe that's why I don't hear the same song, you know, for a while, you <laughs> know, because like it has 17,000 yeah, songs show, to go through.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's like when, so you go, I went from Walkman. I walked around with a fucking cassette player first and yeah, I then never had went a cassette to player. The, yeah, then it went to, you know, the, the, the disc Walkmans and then, um. I started driving. So around in 2002, I was I you know, I had a car. So now it was like, okay, um you had to have an adapter that was a cassette player that went into your into in the car if you didn't have a CD player, you would put the cassette in and there was a wire like it almost like oh, a box my, cable. Oh, my brother had that, yeah. That would go to the CD player and that's how you would listen to your yeah, you know, this but, this was the poor man's. This is the this was me driving around in my you know t- car that was ten years old and it was you know yeah. new to me. But then, but it, it, there was people that had uh, you know they just had the one CD player. But if you had the five disc changer that was like normally located in the trunk. Yep. You were the fucking cool kid yep. with the car. My and dad. You could have five different you know CDs playing. My that dad day. had a <laughs> Pontiac
1: Grand Prix and everyone thought it was so cool. Cause instead of the five disc, he had the eight disc in the trunk, <laughs> in the trunk.
0: Yeah, People don't realize trunk. that.
1: People don't realize yeah. that the CD players were in the trunk. So you had to put your CDs in before you went to go drive. <laughs> and there, if there's an issue with the disc, ain't shit you can do yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, you gotta go to the next, <laughs> you go to the next disc, disc. Yeah. Yeah.
1: you know, So I know exactly, see, even though like I didn't have that issue, uh knowing because my brother had that car and then you know because he, you know we around when he was in high school he's only two years older but when he was in high school the big fat first ever ipod came out uh he, okay. he got one yep. of those for his birthday well how do you play it in the car he had that it was it looked like a cassette tape with an aux cable on it and yeah you, you pop the cassette into the cassette player and you put the, the the aux cable into your iPod, and that's how you had to play it back in the day. There was no aux. Yep. The, but most cars didn't have an aux cable uh, plugged no. in.
0: No, and that's how that's what you had to do it with the cassette. And then they upgraded because then it came out with like the second version of that iPad. It was like the iTouch at that. Now it was an iTouch, but it wasn't a phone yet. It was still an iPad It was an iTouch, and so that's what I got for my car now because they they had this adapter that would go into the cigarette lighter. Yeah. So you plug that into the cigarette lighter, and you plug it into that, and that, and then you'd put on like a random station on your radio, like whatever. Like it would tell you like you know nine point one one. You know, it was just a dead station, and then you'd link that to the to the ipad iTouch, touch and that's how you'd be able to listen to your music and it sucked because it, you would have some some range where you were getting good service and then all of a sudden you would get shit range and you couldn't listen to music then or you had to go back to your cassette player
1: yeah it's crazy it's crazy like just like thinking back now even though you know like i said you you and me aren't that Aren't that far apart, but also we're not really that old. And how much technology has changed? Yeah, how, yeah. In just a short period of time, it's 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 crazy. Like nine. You're twenty
0: nine. You said? Yeah, right. I'm twi-
1: I'll be I'll be thirty right. next month.
0: Okay, so we're we're five years apart.
1: Yeah, but that's it. So, even that five uh, years, like you yeah. said, even that five years. Like I said, I never had a cassette player. I walked around with it was always a CD player. Right. But I said I had the one that would always skip. I had a red Walkman and would. The littlest movement would make it skip. You know, like every time your parents went over a speed bump, it would skip. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah. that like I said, that, that one that that one I sent you was like the first ever at the time, anti skip. It was meant for jogging was... and stuff like that. Yeah. Nowadays yeah, but... it doesn't even matter. <laughs>
0: I can see it. And it has like, I don't remember seeing these, but like just looking at it, like you can see it has like that palm grip. Yeah. And like, you know, just uh, use your thumb to move to to do whatever you need. Change the songs. Yeah. It just straps
1: to your hand. You thought it, everyone thought it was so cool (laughs) to walk around with it on your hand, basically showing off, like, yeah, look at me, mother, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you know, that just like when you had an iPod, when when, when iPods were a big thing just coming out when I was in high school, it was like if you had an iPod, you were like the cool kid. My dad loved Apple, has always been an Apple fan. So, like, we've always had, you know, iPods and stuff like that. But that's also why I never got a gaming PC until I was an adult because I always tell people I was gaming on a Mac, a Mac mini, the first ever edition Mac mini. So, I was playing like games with the lowest settings because Macs aren't meant for gaming until I bought my own gaming PC. So, it's like, you know, I said, I remember the Apple, uh, the iPods. I remember, you know, when all that stuff was coming out, it's like, now here we are, you know, fifteen years later and it's like now I got it. first first
0: PC I had was uh Gateway two thousand. That was that was the first PC you know, my, the,
1: I can't remember the first PC my dad had, but I remember the first one that he got me and my brother to use. It was when the those the all the colored Macs came out, like all the different colors you oh, can yeah. get. Like the big fat ones, you know, the you, <laughs> like like it was <laughs> Like it was like the first like, one of the first like with like it was like the all like it's always been like the tower and then you connect the monitor to it the VGA cable or whatever, um, but it was like one of the first ones where it's like it's all in the monitor, and but like <laughs> you can get different colored cases like oh I want the blue one I want the red one, dude thinking back to those computers and how bad they sucked, like, you know. And then like that, like you. Only, and then back in the day, like the hard drives were only like a hundred gigabytes, if that. Like, and now we have like two terabytes, ain't enough. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy how 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 much the technology has gone. But it's like you know, but like I said, for, for music, like I didn't realize seventeen thousand songs. Yeah, it's it's, yep. it's 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 like it made me realize that like yeah. And the thing is, this is just on my phone. I went to my wife. I went to my wife and asked her, like, "Hey, can I see your phone?" Cause we have different, different like, like we could share music, but like, um, you know, she has her own I, a library. I have my own library. Right. I went to go check hers. She only has like seventeen hundred songs. And here I am with like seventeen thousand. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> That's crazy. Man. Yeah. I, I was just like, I, and I started scrolling through all my songs. Like and I started going through them all, like all my artists, and I'm like, dude, I know who all these artists are like this is not just me downloading random stuff this is like right this, this is stuff like i new, listen to like, yeah, I, actually, yeah, right. I actually downloaded all this stuff for a purpose at one point no granted there's songs i skip over all the time but it's like i've heard them here and there but it's like yeah mu- music you know if you got again you know we're an hour and 20 into this if you guys haven't heard the dad's in gaming episode we do the same conversation but about movies you know, yeah so it's, it's one of the things like as we're sitting here talking i'm like dude now i know why me and goldie get along so well yeah like we're so similar in so many different ways you know yeah. it's, it's like it, it's like honestly we sit there you talk about the movies you talk about the music and like how much of an impact he's had on us and how much we like certain things in the same way it's like dude we're so freaking similar dude <laughs> like but you know but it's like yeah but for me for music so to, to start summing this up what is so okay so Billy Joel is your favorite artist, you'd say, right?
0: Yes, he would be, the like, the most impactful on me. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, Billy Joel, for sure. So, and then a favorite band would be
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, so for me, you know, I already said, Bullet from a Valentine, all-time mm-hmm. favorite. Um, Now, what is your exact favorite genre?
0: Hmm...
1: If you had to choose one genre. That's oh man. I already I already said my, my favorite at the top is metal. It has to be metal, country, and then hip hop. So if you want to do three, but try and think about the first one.
0: I would say I would say probably like alternative rock.
1: Alternative,
0: I um, think I, I think that would be my number one. Okay.
1: Um I do What are your other two? And I have a really good question for you.
0: Um, currently I would say country number two. Um, and then, um, nineties nineties rock. Nineties rock was would be number
1: three. Okay, now hey, this is a very good conversation I had with someone the other day. What are your thoughts on Nickelback? <laughs> No, okay. So if okay, let me go first. There's,
0: there's so many memes out there. You no, go but first. No, okay. <laughs> but that's
1: that's exactly what I'm getting at.
0: So yeah, someone okay. someone okay. asked me,
1: "Do you okay. like do you like Nickelback?" I'm like, define like Nickelback." They're like, "Do you listen to their music?" I'm like, "Unapologetically, yes." But for some reason, they are the most hated on band of like of all time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. and, and I'm not and I apologize, but there's a it's a joke that's been being told since I was a kid almost like you know, probably junior high. People 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 would be like, you know how I know you're gay? You like Nickelback. Yeah. That's been people have been saying that forever. But it's yeah. like and people are like, Oh, Nickelback sucks and blah blah blah. Yeah. I like Nickelback. Dude, I enjoy it like now I I like- don't I don't I don't go out of my way. Yeah, like, oh, I want to hear some nickelback. But like if I'm on yes. Shuffle on my iPod, I have them on there. Yes. But it's yes. like yeah, okay. and,
0: and, and, that's that's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm.
1: but it's like I it's like so it popped in my head the other day for the it was before you even mentioned anything about music. It happened at work and like you know, nickelback came on someone's radio, and then someone brought that up to me. And they're like, Do you enjoy Nickelback? I'm like, dude, they have some really good songs. You got you know, mm-hmm. animals, they got photograph, you know, just you yeah. know, just to name a few. I'm like, they're pretty good. The only thing I'll say is like a lot of their music sounds the same, but I don't see why they get the hate that they get. And the guy goes, thank you. He goes, I don't love Nickelback, but I enjoy the crap out of him, but everybody hates on him.
0: So I was like, yeah. I've never bought a Nickelback album. Um, I wouldn't go just see Nickelback. Um, but if a Nickelback song comes on and I enjoy it, I'm gonna sing it. I'm Yeah, gonna sing along to Nic- it. Nic- Nic- I enjoy. Yeah,
1: Nickel <laughs> Nickelback for some reason, like I, it was just such a funny conversation. I was like, yeah. you know what? Like I've never understood that. Yeah, they got how you how you remind me someday photograph, you know, rock star. I was like, they have some really good songs. Saving Me, which is a really good song.
0: So one of my favorite Nickelback songs. <laughs> this is crazy. Now we're talking about Nickelback. One of my favorite Nickelback songs, if I had to pick out of all the ones, is The Devil Went Down in Georgia is a cover yeah. of that. It's another but song. It's, now, I don't, an electric, it, electric yeah. I don't think. It's an electric style. I don't think it beats song. the original
1: for me, but it's a very yeah, good cover. It does
0: not beat the, not beat the original. Yes. Charlie Daniels, Devil Went Down in Georgia is an all-time favorite. Um, but their version is very good. I do enjoy it. My kids actually like it too. So you know, but it's, so, a, it's a good version. It's a rock version, and I'm a rock guy. Yeah. So, so very, it, very goes with yeah, it, yeah. So
1: very last question. I can't. I, you might have already said it, but what is your all time favorite song? One. If you had to pick one song, listen to one, forever. One song, hands
0: down, Oasis, uh, Wonderwall.
1: Okay. Yep. All time favorite. My, my, mine would be. uh like I said, I know I said it earlier, but tears don't fall by Bulletproof Valentine. Yeah, I, I, there, there's you can also find a. Uh, I enjoy the acoustic version of that song too, but the the original from the Poison album. I can listen to that song. That's another thing. I wish I had the actual stats. If you guys, do you
0: ever have iTunes growing up?
1: Like, like actually, on the computer with all the music and everything. No,
0: no. So, or oh, yeah,
1: right so when I, had I, Na- I had Napster, dude. Come on, I had on. Napster. <laughs> so if you actually go, if you you know, and we're gonna end with this. But if you actually went on to um, iTunes, so I got I got a Mac Mini in my room, which was a hand-me-down from my dad. I cleared everything off. It was mine. Around the same exact time uh, for my birthday, he got me an iPod. So when I eventually bought my streaming p or my, my streaming PC, my, my main PC, um, I had to go through and grab everything off my iTunes, but it's going to delete all your stats. They had a list on but- there of- top 25 most played songs ever <laughs> I played tears don't fall number 1 over 7000 times
0: Jesus Christ
1: And I was like still love that song Yeah But then you know but then yeah, the, re- the rest the rest of it was like all mixed and at, at during that time and stuff like that right. so but it was yeah. like I'll never forget that, that they actually had those stats on there because it took every time you update your iPod because Before you couldn't update it over Wi Fi, you had to actually connect to the computer. So every time you updated it, everything you played on your iPod would show up in your iTunes and how many more times you played it. So, you know, we had all those stats. And then, but yeah, I remember when I transferred my whole library, it reset everything, but it was over 7,000 times at number one. My number two most played was less than a thousand. I can't remember what it was though, (laughs) but I just remember seeing one had like 7,000, everything was below it was less than a thousand i was just like holy shit <laughs> but anyways anything else you want to add on music before we sign off no
0: this was this was a fun night this was uh a, yeah this yeah. was a again back to back episodes this is crazy. yeah this this is being yeah.
1: you know so again if you guys have not heard Dazzing gaming before it, it's the, you know i we started that podcast well over a year ago you can find yeah, it. Yeah, or... you can find We're 50. We just recorded 54, episode 54, which is before this one. Um, Dad's a Game, episode 54, me and Goldie uh, talk about movies, tell a couple ghost stories make sure you guys go check out dads and gaming make sure you guys go subscribe to that that's also a weekly podcast or we try and keep it a weekly podcast
0: but we're fucking dads <laughs> and we've been doing a very good job recently though <laughs> yeah, like just, like recently well, we've been doing okay good, yeah. like
1: i can say the reason behind that is because you and me were the same we we never wanted to do a show without somebody and but. now with how all three of our schedules are it's like look at we have no problem if you if i yeah. can't make it go do yeah. like, like i said coming up pretty soon you guys you guys are probably gonna do two or three without me you know so right. it's like it, it, it's but now it's like there was a time when we were like taking like a month break and stuff like that but right make sure you guys whatever you guys are listening to this on dads in gaming is on there it's the one with the little carlos on there okay the dad with the baby <laughs> on his chest go follow dads in gaming love the
0: great movie yeah <laughs> i love
1: it uh, <laughs> make sure you guys will follow Dads and Gaming you can hear part one We kind of the same conversation we'll be talking about movies rather than music Goldie thank you so much again you, I will have you on here again but if you guys you guys can hear all the conversations on Dads and Gaming every week make sure I you guys I appreciate go follow.
0: you having me here finally Jeez. well I had technically you were on here
1: before but it was just a copy from Dads and Gaming <laughs>
0: that but don't
1: count it don't count but I'll have you I'll have you on here again you know that dude Sounds you're welcome no, anytime
0: Thank you guys We're so going to have a, the next time I'm on here, we'll be actually sitting next to each other recording one.
1: I actually wait. Did you that, actually did you hear that episode?
0: No, I didn't release
1: that <laughs> yet. You you're beating me to a punch. <laughs> oh, shit. You're beating me to a punch. Well, OK. Well, I just spoiled it. Well, there's a there's there's an episode coming out. Uh, I do. a I do a podcast with Inquiring DJ in that podcast. I. I actually talk about what is to come of this podcast in the coming future. So, so I'm not going to spoil anything here. You guys got to go listen to that episode with Inquiring DJ to hear more. Thank you for that promo right there.
0: The question <laughs> is: does This come out before? Or this after? is coming oh. out
1: before. I'm gonna. We were just talking about this. this is gonna come out before. <laughs> so they're gonna have a lot of content to catch up on. Anyways, yeah, yeah.
0: we're an hour and a half, bro. <laughs> we
1: we got to end this. Goldie, thank you so much. I know, I know Shadow's going to say something about it being an hour and a half, but it is what it is. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, don't forget, Dads in Gaming, uh, Glock and Goldie Unchained again, episode 54, is part one of this podcast. Uh, go listen. Everybody, stay safe, stay blessed. Thank you so much for all the love on this podcast, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.